genre. back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast in what appears to be a giant web where we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3 one just brutal Chiron description minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Emily Schmemily. And I'm Andrew Lindy. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for closing out the week with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Of course. Thank you for uh, having us. Of course. of course. It's been a delight. Uh, we are finishing this week with minute 110 today, which is the minute that begins with MJ getting into the cab that she hailed in yesterday's mm-hmm. minute and ends with Peter heading back to his apartment, I guess. Yeah. To, yeah. We we barely see a little bit of him, but, you know, he leaves. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like three frames or something like right. that in his <laughs> right. apartment. Um, yeah. Yeah, I okay, so we'll let's start with this uh with her getting into the taxi. Um Yeah. So she gets into the taxi and this is straight up like it it feels like a scene from Ghostbusters. Like <laughs> with uh with like you know, like you've got Venom here driving the car. I wish it wasn't Eddie, like I wish it was Venom. Like in like a cabbie oh hat. Oh my god. <laughs> like I just I wish it was like the whole like he was just full blown Venom. <laughs> that would have uh, been good as hell. Yeah, but he still has that cap. Like <laughs> a lot of problems with this movie could be solved by just going sillier. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just um, lean in. Yeah. Just like think... look at Batman, right? <laughs> two kind of serious ones and then two very silly ones. This could have been the start of the Spider-Man silly pivot. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. The silly pivot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he does that and then we get like the, the, the Venom hand like grabbing her face which again is and like feels gross. like a, it's gross and it feels like a ghostbusters thing again too it like reminds yeah. me of also, like the um the the monster arm that like comes out of the chair and and pulls dana into the oh yeah the world or whatever mm. yeah um it sort of reminds me of but. it also it's, doesn't necessarily look like a venom arm as much as just a generic monster arm like that's there's true. something that doesn't look like it has it doesn't look like it moves the same way venom does i i feel like the the last time we saw venom we didn't get a good look at his nails mm-hmm. and there's something wrong with this creature's nails that makes it very not venom to me right that like i in the comics at least like well a he's much smoother overall but like b the claws are just like part of the extension of the thing these claws almost feel like like werewolf claws or yeah. like witch claws yeah. or yeah. something. It's very. It looks like uh, it looks like they made sort of like a a simple sort of um, uh, like a like an elbow length glove, and they just decorated it for yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it doesn't, doesn't look like skin at all. No, no, it do- and it doesn't look like it doesn't even look like the same type of material that the costume actually has in fact if you look at the yeah. if you pause it just right when it's like on her face you can see like wrinkles in the fingers yeah um, yeah. yeah it's like it's obviously just like a like a glove that they added accoutrement to uh for this one shot 
just to it is, do it really quick. It is, though, an extremely Sam Raimi shot, which I appreciate. Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Very drag me to hell. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I really, I really love that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. He thought that was funny. And then we get. He probably okay, is wearing I, the sock. He's probably wearing the glove. That's probably him. That's yeah, probably right. Sam Raimi. Uh, yeah. He loves torturing his actors. Uh, yeah. Then we get, um, who is this guy? So this is Hal Fishman, who was, uh, until another newscaster broke the record, one of the longest serving newscasters on television, basically. Uh, he started newscasting in 1960 and kept newscasting until 2007. Um, so he, he mostly uh, did newscasting in uh, local L.A., like KTLA, uh, was his like main thing that he did for like 30 years or whatever. So he was there for like the assassination of Robert Kennedy and all sorts of big stories. Um, but like he literally has only ever played newscasters in movies because it's a handful of times. Mostly he just like legit is a real newscaster for L.A. stations. And um, he he died actually the same year that Spider Man Three came out. Oh yeah, like he died uh, three months after the movie came out from, wow. from a liver infection. But he he did his last broadcast eight days before he died. Like the wow. man just literally never stopped. He, he was also I I remember seeing him like uh, doing his newscast, and they you know he was such a a fixture of the station and of the news. They gave him that thing that they give to, you know, kind of veteran newscasters where they get like two minutes to just complain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, here's Hal Fishman's thoughts on cars. And he was just like, they make too much noise. Like that, was, <laughs> that was a thing that I really enjoyed watching him just like complain because he'd just been there so long. It was really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, born in, uh, born in Brooklyn, New York, but moved out to L.A. to get a master's degree in political science. And then he was, um, when he was working as a, a, a professor, or like young professor, I don't know what you call it, but like a, a local station asked him to teach something on air. Like they needed a teacher to like talk on air about something, to teach people something. And he did that and they really liked him. And then he just kind of immediately pivoted to um, a, a newscasting. And then, the, yeah, for like 40 years or something. Crazy prolific guy. He was in Forrest Gump. I don't know. Uh, Hal Fishman. Hmm. Hal Fishman. <laughs> All right. So that that's Hal Fishman. Uh, I do think his introduction here is bizarre because I, I don't think anywhere else in the film do I feel the effect of they cut 30 pages out of the script as much as I feel it in the cut from the interior of the car to this newscast. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, yeah. I don't know why we don't start with a, a character watching this newscast. I don't know why we don't start there. So, Eddie, you know, he he turns into Venom in the car. Presumably, like, he's going straight to getting that cab up there. Peter's, Mm -hmm. like, around. Like, how is he finding this out on the news? How did he not see this? (laughs) Well, they they do, at one point, they say specifically it was 30 minutes ago that the police discovered the car hanging up there. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's this I I it's, I think it's it's funny that that you specifically say thirty pages out of the script. That's a page a minute. They really yeah. cut out <laughs> the entirety of the car getting up there. You know, Peter going wherever he was going. You know, everybody getting into place and just got us to the point where everybody's going to now you know meet up and fight. How do we get yeah. the car up there too? Did did Venom like was there a pulley system involved? Did Sandman just like throw it up there? Like what happened? See, Sandman yeah, like turned two- into a giant 
elevator. <laughs> <laughs> that actually kind of makes sense to me. A sand well, like, elevator. Or like he was he was a really wide cylinder, and then he just got like thinner and thinner, growing higher and higher to push yeah. the car up until Venom could lasso it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, (laughs) Listeners, if you have better thoughts on how the car got up to where it is, please share them (laughs) in the Facebook group. (laughs) Uh, But they're calling, they're also calling this a hostage crisis. I mean, that's a hostage crisis. I mean, it's like, it's one person. (laughs) And it's normally, but what is, what is the, what is the demands? Normally you call it a hostage crisis when someone is demanding something. Did Venom call up the police and say, we want Spider Man? No. Because we don't have a message yet. We won't get that until next week. Right. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. What? Why is it a hostage crisis? Yeah. Also, 30 minutes ago, from when? Where are we? When are we? What has happened? <laughs> he was. He walked by what? her place, and he talked to Aunt May, and then, I don't know, he's going to be in front of a TV somewhere? Like, <sighs> did he go into the movie theater next to MJ's apartment, <laughs> and he just watched On the Waterfront, and in that time... The kidnapping took place, and the thing got up there, and a crisis happened, and he came out, and like, oh no, what's going on, or something? I I don't know, I but I will say I think that the thing that's really sticking out to me now because we know like we know uh, things that were changed when they cut those thirty pages out, and I can really I feel the awkwardness of the just like sort of forcing Mary Jane into this scenario because they need her to do something here um because they they cut out the point like so like the stuff with um with with houseman that we get uh next week houseman and 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 harry where he's telling harry like your father died by his own hand i saw it um that whole thing uh that was supposed to be mary jane who does that who begs harry to help Mm. peter and that the woman that he that that eddie kidnaps is gwen stacy uh, because that makes more Ooh. sense because Eddie has a personal connection to Gwen, a yeah. personal connection to Gwen. And she has that connection with Peter because Peter went on that date with her that he literally witnessed with his own eyes. So, uh, that made a lot more sense in that particular case. And now it's just Mary Jane because, uh, I guess it has to be cause she needs to have something to do. Um, and it's, it, it hurts. It hurts the movie. It hurts the credibility of the movie because, again, the movie has never stated that the symbiote, because the, because Peter knows, the symbiote knows, and because the symbiote knows, Eddie knows. There is no reason for Eddie to know who Mary Jane is, according yeah. to the movie. Uh, and yeah. she, he just shows up there, and it's so weird. Um, it made so the much gaps. more sense when it was Gwen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really weird. I, I and we're gonna sprint through it in like movie watching time, but in like ruminating on it time, like sitting here on the podcast, it's just gonna seem weirder. I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, I think so too. Just, yeah. Just like why? Why is this happening the way it's happening? Um. Uh, I I don't know. Um. <laughs> what is this? He built the web up high above a construction site and we've got this like live camera on the scene thing that'll make sense to me 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but it's not. It's also. It's also not really webbing. It's symbiote. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like look at the footage we have, like around minute, like around second nineteen or so, when we have this like footage of the scene. It, this movie, we have been talking a lot about how impressive the effects are, especially for two thousand seven. Um, that a lot of them hold up quite quite well. This little scene here, where we go look up at the the hostage situation and zoom in on this fake taxi cab, it just looks so bad. It looks like so thrown together last minute, so PS2 quality graphics. I just don't. Yeah. It's also shot from an angle that's really weird for like a newscast because it's like the camera is really like on the ground. Mm hmm. And like you yeah. see other camera operators like holding, like standing up and holding their. So like really it goes out of its way to establish like there are people holding cameras and we are significantly below that level. Yeah, they're yeah. below the police blockade. Like they're yeah. at knee yeah. high level. What is this? Do not cross, zoomy zoom. It, it just feels like it's some from a different movie, basically. Yeah, like it does. this feels like ported over from like the Asylum ripoff of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume it was second unit footage, uh, mm-hmm. because that would make that make more sense. I think. I, I think also to to add on to that, I think they couldn't get Hal Fishman to record some of the pickup stuff there, so they switched to a British woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. also weird. <laughs> that's yeah. super weird. Yeah, we'll have her next week. We'll get like footage of her her face basically because she'll be the on the ground correspondent. But mm-hmm. like, even See, if she was, I don't know why she would be. Like, wouldn't normally if there was a breaking news situation like this, like Hal would be giving us the overview of the scenario and here's the situation as we know it and the footage. Yeah, you would think I, so. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it was actually the reverse uh, of they mm-hmm. they didn't have footage of the British woman, so they brought in Hal Fishman because he was just like a local a local guy in L.A. Um, that makes because sense. They, they Hal Fishman does a thing where he dismisses in one line what is a extremely common Spider-Man trope, and it seems like something they would have done here if they weren't in a super rush. Where mm-hmm. in one line he says, "Hey, we thought this guy was Spider-Man, but then we looked closer, and actually he wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> like and they had a mistaking... really good picture of Venom there too. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like a very mistaking... super clear picture for their graphics team to put up. Yeah, which yeah. is like already shopped, to, so it's just it's isolated Venom, no no background. It, <laughs> like was... that that should be like an entire half of this movie, of yeah. of mm-hmm. people see like having Venom experiences and thinking it's. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, like, what if that was, there was a whole thing about Spider-Man having a black suit now? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Like, what if that was like a whole like part of Eddie's plan to ruin Peter was also to like ruin the reputation of Spider-Man? Which okay. is, I literally have your suit now. Yeah. yeah. Which is again like that is a spider that's an extremely Spider-Man trope. It, you would think it would be in this movie, and the fact that it is like brought up and dismissed in one line by someone who's never part of the actual action, it it seems to me like maybe at one point it was intended to be, and then it got cut, and they had to kind of get rid of that quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Spider-Man uh, we, three. We is thought weird. it was Spider-Man, but it turns out it is something entirely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, he says something along the lines of like has been identified as 
something different. Like, it's a, it has like, to be like another black suited uh, yeah, mystery exactly. figure or something like that. No, he says something entirely different because I wrote down the question. Yeah. Really? <laughs> and they zoom wild. in on Peter's face at that point to show yeah. that Peter's going, oh no. Oh yeah. no, I know what that thing is. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird like reaction on Peter's part because clearly Toby had no idea what he was reacting to yeah. when they shot this footage. So it's like mm-hmm. he. He does a little whoa look, but then he like looks down and blinks and then backs up like he's bored or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, well, his eyes like he's, are he's... unnaturally blue and it's freaking yes, me out. Yes, I was about to oh, mention yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, uh, I do... I, there's, there's a lot of good lines here that they give to Hal Fishman, though. Okay, yeah. Uh, thwarted by the Sandman. There's something really <laughs> yeah. musical about that. <laughs> that's, very, yeah, that's a good <laughs> sentence. Attempts by the police to rescue the hostage were thwarted by the Sandman. Thwarted by the Sandman. Yeah, I and like he, that. He's Sandman. Like, it's very... Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Man. Sandman. Yeah. First name Sam, last name Man. There, it, yeah. it was like... It was like they... Like, I, I think... I think Emily was spot on that they brought him uh, in as, like, a pinch hitter for this to just to speed yeah. up <laughs> some, some exposition because it really just seems like Sam sat him down and was like, okay, look, Hal, you're gonna have a lot of questions about what we're about to make you read just read it and let it happen. Uh, I'm sure he said, I've, I've been doing that for years. Yeah, the, way, the, the way he says certain things, it's like the first time he's ever said them. It's a uh, cold read yep. for sure. Yeah. yeah. The Sandman, yeah. like you already mentioned that one. And then, of course, yeah. uh, who is a star on Broadway. As if yeah. he, for a second he thought Broadway was like a name of another superhero or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like the, the graphics when they show Mary Jane to former Broadway star, which is just a weird way to refer to like a young actress who was in one Broadway show. It's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, but she got fired. LOL. Of, <laughs> somehow the, the news the news team working on this had the entire information that was in the script. That, that's yeah. that's the only yeah. explanation. Yeah. A regular like, news team would just say, oh, this is this is just some young woman that got captured. Yeah, Mary Jane Watson. Or maybe they might say a, an actor. But, like, you know, they, they, they could have also said a jazz waitress. Nobody, she, they don't, well, this isn't, like, well, they could, no, public I record. I feel like I the think, thing that she would be most well-known for were those ads that she was a big yeah, part of. That big ad campaign. Yeah. yeah. Those were all yeah. over the city. They were everywhere. Model yeah. and actress, Mary Jane Watson. Right. You know, some, yeah. Uh, most well-known for, and then you could even have, like, a clip from one of those <laughs> Like one of the yeah. commercials she was in or something. That would have been cool. I would have liked yeah. to have seen that. That would require them having planned this scene, though, which I don't think they did. Yeah, that's true. Well, scene, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's true. Um, the <laughs> I do like the like the rescue attempt footage with the 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 Sandman like throwing the Sandman uh, the Sandman the cop stuff and then the uh, the the Venom footage literally looks like that one scene from the Venom movie. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's like it all these SWAT it's all these SWAT guys and like uh, oh, yeah. you know with their flashlights in the dark like if this is the behind the scenes footage from that scene in Venom uh, where he's just wrecking SWAT cops I don't know yeah. and he does a leap towards the camera I think it's pretty good yeah. I think all that works I like it Yeah. Uh, they would later do a uh, found footage Venom uh, short film so fits in yeah, with that you know. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And yeah. <laughs> I that was that was a weird that was a weird short film. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Truth yeah. and journalism. Uh yeah, cuz it it doesn't they they um if I I saw I believe it was the 
uh, I was at the San Diego Comic-Con where it debuted, and they didn't tell us that it was a Venom film. Oh, wow. And so the guy who made it, like, introduced it, and he's like, oh, it's just a really cool, oh, you'll, you guys are really going to like this. And then they play it, and then when you get to where you realize it's Venom, it's just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. Um, th- so they definitely, like, weirdly color corrected his eyes to be that super blue, right? Because that's unnatural. Yeah, yeah, he looks like Elijah Wood's eyes at that point. Yeah, like, it's freaking... piercing blue. Maybe they shot, you know, day for night and they had to brighten everything. So that just really uh, screwed up yeah. the eyes there. Maybe. It's very intense. That's super, super blue. Although it is a night scene, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they had to shoot night for day. <laughs> <laughs> no, day for I, um, night would be it, because for night, it has to yeah, be night. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was too deep in the bit, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, too deep in the bit. <laughs> um, I I have information on the British woman, but um, she, I'm wondering if I should yeah, do should that next week when we see her. Save that until we okay. see her face, I would imagine. All right, no worries. Um, um, and that's... That's, I don't know. I think that's that's all I have, honestly. Um, yeah, because it's yeah. just all the weirdness is in the text. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he just tells it all of the strange stuff to our face. I just rewatched the moment where um, where they do the zoom in and and call uh you know Mary Jane Watson former Broadway star <laughs> <laughs> and P- Peter's reaction to that is actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like what <laughs> what. <laughs> former Broadway star Broadway. she's gonna be so upset <laughs> it just feels like like a beat from Arrested Development or something but like <laughs> yeah. zoom in on her yeah. face and then the Chiron pops up like she's Disgraced a loser. actress <laughs> yeah she's bad at what she does she's bad <laughs> oh man former Broadway star and we'll never know if she's a good uh, uh, singing jazz waitress because we never get to hear it because he never stole get to the hear spotlight a jerk. With his Hopefully he can make it up to her. Shaking we'll hips. <laughs> anyway. He played the piano too good. We could never hear her sing. Oh, boy. <laughs> Gotta tickle those keys. Uh. This one's for you. <laughs> God, what a weird movie. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. I think, that's, uh, I think that's all we got. Um, guys, thank you so much for uh, spending this week with us. Thank it was a, a, a joy and an honor. Uh, uh, well, thank you. And uh, why don't you uh, tell everybody at home one last time where they can find you? Yeah, um, what's you your can, stuff? Yeah, you can find me anywhere on the internet at Very Cool Emily. I stream on Twitch sometimes, twitch.tv slash Very Cool Emily. Uh, I also host a couple podcasts. One is called Go Go Godzilla. It's where me and two other people uh, take every Godzilla movie and answer the questions of how and why that was the specific Godzilla movie that got made at that time. Uh, I also do Dunstan Checks In, or excuse me, Dunstan Checks mm-hmm. Min nice. with uh, Andrew over there. Um, and that's where we, uh, it's a Movies by Minute podcast like this one for the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In. Uh, and we pair each minute with another feature film like like Dinner with a Fine Wine. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. Glorious. Uh, and then you Thanks. can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. And then uh, Emily and I also used to host the Super Mario Brothers I know Minute. I have a helicopter and it's extremely loud and I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh I wonder if it's uh, the same the- helicopter. Oh, it might be. They're trying to stop us from talking about Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Quick, uh, tell us, tell us. <laughs> minute, uh, we completed the live action, the 1993 live action Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but you, but you all can go listen to that one still. Uh, and then I do another podcast called Nothing New, a remake podcast where every month my co-host and I talk about film remakes. Uh, and then uh, another podcast that I do is called It's On My List. It's on my listpod.com. Uh, every month, me and five others get together and talk about movies that people say you should see. And we watch them and then decide, well, was that actually worth it? Uh, so check check all those out. Absolutely. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah I am I am so glad that you guys could find the time between like all, all of those projects. There's so many things. <laughs> uh, so uh, thanks for make, taking time to uh, visit with us this week. Um, and uh, everyone at home, if you want to hear Zach and I some more, uh, I think we're going to be uh, definitely having some new Weekend Bugles over on our Patreon page. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. Three dollars a month is all we ask for, uh, and uh, it is that is that is cheaper than most comic books. So single issue yeah. comic books, uh, it's a it's a not a lot of money, and you get a lot of content. And uh, Zach and I have lots of plans for um, some really cool weekend bugle stuff that I'm sure has been coming out at this point. Um, so uh, be on the lookout for that, and uh, become a Patreon supporter if you can. That's duelinggenre.com/support. We appreciate everyone who does that, and we will see you back here again on Monday with minute 111. Bye, everybody. Bye.